Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we are going to learn Daf Mem Aleph Amud Beis Be'ezras Hashem. We'll start from the last line on Daf Mem Aleph Amud Aleph. Omar Rava. We're learning, just to remind ourselves, we're learning the halachas of the Karben Pesach. And in the dinam of the Karben Pesach, it says, the Torah says that al-toychal mimenu no, that you should not eat from the Karben Pesach when it's only partially roasted. Uboshel mevushel bamayim, or when it's cooked in water. Rather, you should eat it sli-esh when it is roasted. Omar Rava. Rava said, Ochloi no. If a person eats the carbon Pesach a bit raw, partial, only partially roasted. Let's turn the Amr to Memalaf Amud Beis. Like If a person eats the carbon Pesach no, so he gets two Malkios. Rashi explains two Malkios that Rava holds that in addition to the lav of eating the carbon Pesach when it's no, when it's partially raw, it, the Torah also says that ki im that it should be eaten when it is roasted, and it's a continuation of the lav, so that's an additional lav. In other words, when you eat the carbon Pesach no, you're violating the lav of loisoichal no, and also the lav of leisoichlu ki im that you should not eat it un- unless it's tzliesh. So there's a lav to eat the carbon Pesach if it's not tzliesh, in addition to the lav of eating the carbon Pesach when it's no. So leikeshtayim, so you get two malkas for those two lavim. Mevushal, if somebody eats the carbon Pesach that it, and it's cooked, they didn't roast it, but rather they cooked it like ishtayim. Again, the person gets two malkios, one for being over uvashel mevushel bamayim, eating the carbon Pesach when it's cooked, and another one for for the lav that says don't eat it unless it's roasted, and if it's cooked, it's not roasted. Rava continues, no umevushel. If a person eats it, no, and mevushal, he puts both things together, that it's only partially, it's partially raw, and it was cooked, so like a shalosh, then he gets three malkas, one for no, one for mevushal, and one for don't eat it unless it's roasted. That is all shitas rava. Abaya Omar ain loikin. Abaya says you do not get that extra malkas, I ain't liking a lav You don't get malchus on a lav that's a klal. We mentioned this a little bit on Daf Mem Aleph Amur Aleph, that there's a concept that when you have a lav that's kailal, a bunch of things, that's a lav that's part of a klal, you don't get malchus for that. However, the Gemara here has two ways of looking at a lav in deciding how this lack of malchus from a lav works. Iko de Amri, some say, Tarti hu deloi lucky, Chada mihos lucky. That you never get malchus for the lav in addition to another malchus. Tarti, two malchus hu deloi lucky, that you don't get. 
But if I was able to come up with a case that the only love that you're being over is the love Shabbat and you're not being over the other lavim, so then there would be that one Malchus for the love Shabbat In this case, one example that Rashi gives is if somebody cooks the carbon Pesach in the Chamei Tveria, in the springs of Tveria. So that's not considered regular cooking, so you're not over the lav of Mevushel. It's not raw, so you're not over the lav of no. You, what are you over? You're just over that it's not Sliesh. So there, that you would get Malchus. In other words, this, that there's a rule that you don't get Malchus on a lav Shebeklolos, that's when it's part of a klal. But when this, this case is only usher because of the lav Shebeklolos, so then you could get Malchus. That's one way of looking at it. Ikod Amri, some say that we look at it a different way. That Chodonami Loi Lucky, that even if it's the only lav, it's only one Malchus, you don't get Malchus on a lav Shebeklolis. A lav Shebeklolis does not deliver Malchus. Deloi Miyached Lave, because its lav is not specific, Kilav de Chasima, like the lav of Chasima. Let me explain what this means, the lav of Chasima. There's a lav in the Torah that has nothing to do with our conversation, and that is a lav of leisach soim shor bedishoi, that you should not muzzle a shor while it is threshing. It's a type of tsar belichayim, to muzzle a shor while it is threshing. That lav is said right after the Torah tells us about the chiyav of Malchus. And from there we learn, and this is the yesayid that's brought in many places, from there we learn that if you want to know what type of love gets the punishment of Malchus, the prototype of a love that gets Malchus is the love de Chasima. So in this case, the Gemara is saying that the love de Chasima is a very specific love. It tells you specifically what to do. It's not a clow, it's a prat. So it, since the lav shebeklolis is not miyuchet, it's not specific, it just says don't eat it if it's not roasted, which can include many, many things. So therefore, it's not like the lav of chasima. So that's what, let's read that line again. Amri, some say, chadonami loyloki, you don't even get one malchus from the lav shebeklolis, even if the other malchus are not relevant, because the lav is not specific, kilav de chasima, like the lav of loisachsan, like the lav of chasima. Okay, so this was the Machlaikis Rava and Abaya, the, by, the, by the din of Karben Pesach, there are some lavim that are specific. There's the lav of don't eat it unless it's roasted, which is a broader lav. Rava says that you're chayiv for both lavin, and Abaya says that you're not chayiv for the lav shebeklolis, but even in Shitas Abaya, the Gemara gives us two possibilities, either that you don't get malchus for the lav shebeklolis when another malchus is present, or that you never get malchus for the lav shebeklolis, even if no other malchus is present. What the Gemara does now is a fascinating thing. The Gemara takes this Machlekes, Rava and Abaya, and shows us that the same Machlekes existed, literally with the same Klolim and Pratim, the same style, the same setup, the same Machlekes, Rava and Abaya, but about a completely different topic. 
The topic that we're about to learn about is the topic of Nazir. We know that if somebody accepts upon themselves Nazirus, they are not allowed to drink wine. But it is not just wine that they can't drink. They can't eat any part of a grape or anything that's made out of grapes. So, so that's a, that's the klal over here. And the Torah even says, by, um, by, by the Issa, the Torah answers, it says like a lav shabaklalois. The Torah says, mikola sheryasa migefen hayayin. From anything that, uh, that gefen hayayin comes from. So that's the lav shabaklalois. In addition to that, the Torah says certain specific things. The specific things that the Gemara is going to mention now are the Isser to eat a Zog and the Isser to eat a Chartzon. A Zog is the skin of a grape, and that's something that's mentioned specifically in the Torah. And a Chartzon is the pit of a grape, and that also is mentioned specifically in the Torah. Let's see this inside. Rava Omar, Rava said, Ochal Zog, if a person eats the skin of the grape, so like time, he gets two Malkas, one for being over the lav of eating the skin of the grape, and the other one for being over the lav of Kolasher, uh, what was the Lashen again? Mikolasher Yasem Igefen Ayayin. Um, so that's, that's for Zog, Chartzon. If a person eats Chartzon, that we said is the pit of a grape. So again, like you get two Malkios. Zog v'chartzon, if a person eats both Zog and chartzon, so like a shalish, then he'll get three malkas. One for violating Zog, the other for violating chartzon, and the third for violating mikol That is Shita's Rava, very similar to what Rava said by the case of the, the Isra of, 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 of Noah and Mevoshel. Abaya Omar Abaya says just as he said before, Ain Loikin Al Lavsha you do not get Malkus for a Lavsha Beklalis. And we have the same two Iko de Amris. Iko de Amris, some say Tarti Hudeloi Loki. You don't get two Malkios. The Lavsha Beklalis doesn't add a second Malkus. But Chodomios Loki, but one, one Malkus you do get. And Ikoda Amri, and some say Chodo Nami Loi Loki, you don't even get one Malkus Deloi Miyache Lave Kelav de Chasima, because the Lav is not specific like the Lav of Chasima. Okay, Ad Khan, this Mahalach, this Machlaikas Abaye and Rava, and we now move on to continue discussing these Dinim of Karben Pesach. Tonu Rabbonon, we learned in Ebraisa. Ochal no mi beoidioim. Potter. If a person eats a kezayis of partially raw carbon pesach, while it is still daytime, he's potter. In other words, if you eat the carbon pesach in a way that the Torah says not to eat it, but it's not the zman of eating the carbon pesach, you're not chayev. However, kezayis no mishecha sheicha. If you eat a kezayis of no, once it's already dark, and it's already the zman of the Korban Pesach, chayiv, then you're chayiv. Similarly, the Gemara says, the Brisa says as follows, Ochal kezayis tzli mi If a person eats a kezayis 
of roasted carbon Pesach while it's still daytime. So loy posal atzmoi mibnei chabura. He did not disqualify himself from being part of the chabura. The halacha is that the carbon Pesach needs to be eaten in one place, not in two places. So if a person would eat from the carbon Pesach in one place, he would then not be able to go join the Chabura that he had signed up with to eat the carbon Pesach in another place. Later in the Mesechta, we'll see more about this. So, so the, the Braisa tells us that this halacha, that if you eat from the carbon Pesach, it limits you from eating from the carbon Pesach somewhere else or with a different Chabura. That's only whatever you eat from the carbon Pesach once it's the Zman Achilas carbon Pesach. But if it's during the day, then it does not disqualify you. Let's see that inside. Zakti Gemara. Ochal Kezayis Tzlimi Ba'idyayim. If you eat a Kezayis that's roasted, roasted carbon Pesach while it's still daytime before the Zman of eating the carbon Pesach has begun, you did not disqualify yourself from being part of the Chabura. However, Kezayis Tzlimi Shecha if he eats a Kezayis of roasted carbon Pesach once it's dark, then he did disqualify himself from being part of the Chabura. Okay, that's one b'risa. Now the Gemara brings another b'risa, a similar conversation. Tanyo Idach we learned in another b'risa. Here the b'risa first discusses the svaros before a pasuk. And the b'risa says as follows. Yochel, you might think the following. You might think... That ochal kezayis no mi ba'oidiyim yehechayev. Perhaps you would think that if you eat a kezayis of semi raw carbon pesach during the day, that you're chayev. Why would I think that? Vidinu, and it makes sense. There's a svara like that. Uma, there's a kal v'chaymer. Uma b'sha'a sheyeshnoi b'kumai chayel tzli. Madach, you find that at a time that the Torah says you may eat the carbon Pesach, albeit roasted, it has to be roasted, but you may eat the carbon Pesach, and still at that time, Yeshnoi Bebal Toichal No, you're limited that you cannot eat the carbon Pesach raw. Um, so then for sure, certainly at a time that the Torah does not say to eat the carbon, to eat the carbon Pesach roasted, it's not the Zman of the carbon Pesach, so certainly, so Einoi Din, certainly Sheyeshnoi Bebal Toichal No, that you can't eat, eat it raw. If even during the time that the carbon Pesach is mutter, you're limited not to eat it, no, at a time that the carbon Pesach is not eaten, certainly you should not eat it, no. That's uh, that's one way of looking at it, the Gemara says. Oi, oi loi. Or do we say, not that way the Bryce suggests, perhaps we would say differently, perhaps we would say the following, Svara. That when... That Kozman, I do not have a mitzvah to eat the carbon Pesach roasted. So at that time, it would be an over a lav to eat it raw. But but when the Torah changes and the Torah is, commands me 
to eat the carbon Pesach roasted, so then I will not be limited to the, there will not be an Iser alive to eat it when it's raw. You may ask, what? Why, why would the Iser of eating it when it's raw get better when you get to the night? And don't wonder about that. It's not a kasha that it was usher during the day and then it became mutter at night. Because you see that it became more mutter as it got later. Because even a roasted carbon Pesach, there's an iser to eat it during the day. We're medayik from the fact that the Torah says to eat it at night, that you should not eat it during the day. And when the night comes, that iser goes away and it becomes mutter to eat, a mitzvah to eat. So that, so, so you see that as it gets later at night, that when the night comes, there's a heter in the Achilles carbon Pesach. So if there was an iser to eat it, no, to eat it raw during the day, perhaps it becomes mutter at night. Those are the two svarois that the Brisa was suggesting without psukim, that perhaps either Either the Isser exists, the Isser of eating the carbon Pesach raw exists at night and during the day, or perhaps it exists during the day and not at night. Zakti Gemara, no. As we know, of course, it exists at night and not during the day for the following reason. Zakti Gemara, Talmud Loimar, the Pasuk tells us, Al Toichlu Menu, no? Don't eat it while it's raw. Uboshel mevushel b'mayim, or when it's cooked in water, ki imtsli eish, rather you should eat it when it's roasted. Says the Gemara, says the Vraisa. She'ein Talmud lo'imar ki imtsli eish. The Pasuk didn't have to say ki imtsli eish, as Rashi points out. The Pasuk had said earlier already that the carbon Pesach is roasted. So why was it necessary to say don't eat it raw? Don't eat it cooked, rather eat it when it's roasted. We already said that it's tzli. So, So why did, what does the Pasuk mean? Why does the Pasuk tell me ki im The Pasuk is coming to hint to us a certain halacha and to tell us. Only at the time that you have the ki im that you have the mitzvah sasei to eat it roasted, that's when yeshnoi bebal toichalno. That's when you have the iser to eat it raw. In other words, in the pasuk that tells me don't eat it raw, it says eat it roasted. To tell me at the time that I'm telling you to eat it roasted, that's when I'm telling you don't eat it raw. But at the time that you do not have the mitzvah to eat it roasted, you do not have the love of Baal Toichal No. Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says something fascinating. Rebbe says, Ekra'ani Boshel. I would read the Pasuk. Well, the, the, the simple reading of the Pasuk should be that you shouldn't eat it boshel when it's cooked. Why does the Pasuk make it into a double lotion? Boshel mevushel. Oh, says Rebbe, I'll tell you why it, it, it is a double lotion. Sheyachel, because I would think, 
I would think that this, Rebbe's not arguing on what we just said. We just established that at night, one is not allowed to eat the carbon Pesach cooked. However, you might think that perhaps the Isser is only to eat that which was cooked that night. Perhaps if it was cooked during the day, then you're not over, even if you eat it at night. Let's look at the Lashen. Sheyachal, because I might think, I only know that it is allowed if you cook it at night. And how do I know that it's usher, even if you cook it during the day? Talmud Loimar, the Pasa comes to tell you, Boshel Mivushel, Mikomakaim, the double Lashon of Boshel Mivushel, that at night you're over alive if you eat the carbon Pesach cooked, regardless of when it was cooked. Boshel Mivushel, cooked it was cooked. Abi that it was cooked. If it was cooked, it's Aser. It doesn't matter when it was cooked. Now, if you recall, on Amur Aleph, we really already discussed why there's a double Lashen of Boshel Mavushel. The Gemara had already said that we learn out from the double Lashen of Boshel Mavushel that it's Usr even if it cooks in its own juices. Frechti Gemara, Vahai Boshel Mavushel, this Reboy, this double Lashen of Boshel Mavushel, Afke Rebbe, Rebbe already learned it out Let's kedar for if it's roasted in a pot. If it's roasted in a pot, so then the juices that ooze out of it stay, and it ends up cooking in its own juices. So we said that if you're going to learn out shar mashkin misvara, so then you could say that if it's roasting in its own juices, it's kosher. But if but we learn out from bushel mevushel that however it cooks, it's us, or even if it's cooking in its own juices. Ulashar mashkin, and also that you can't cook it in other, in other mashkin. So, how could Rebbe learn from Bashel Mavushel two separate things? On the one hand, we said that, that anything that it's cooked in, even if it's other mashkin, not water, or even if it cooks in its own juices. And now you're saying that Bashel Mavushel says that it doesn't matter when it's cooked. Zakti Gemara, im kain lema kra, if so, that we were only supposed to learn one thing from it, so the Torah should keep it uniform. The Torah should say, Oi, Boshel, Boshel. The Torah should make the double Lushen, Boshel, Boshel, cooked, cooked. So I'll see that I should learn <coughs> an extra level of Bishel from the double Lushen. Oi, Mevushel, Mevushel. Or the Torah should say, Mevushel, Mevushel. But why does it mix and match? My Boshel, Mevushel. Why does it change the, 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 the way that it's talking, saying Boshel Mevushel? So from the fact that it changes the Lushen, that indicates to us an additional drasha. So Shamit Mino Tarti, so we could learn from there to Dinam. We could learn out both that it doesn't matter when it's cooked and also that it doesn't matter what it's cooked in. Okay, we will stop here for Dafmem. next time. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org.
To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.